And now, PureFandom.com presents another episode of Brad and Court Talk. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court, and we are back to talk about the penultimate episode of The Stand. Oh, I thought there was there's one more episode. I thought there was two more episodes. Oh, no, no. This is the penultimate episode. Oh. Uh, there's one more after this, I believe. Okay. All right. Okay. Because if you think of the book material and the other many, like, what's left? <laughs> uh, the new thing that Stephen King did that can hopefully serve, make the whole entire series better. Oh, that would be so worth it, then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Anyhow, before we jump into all that, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. You can find our full uh, playlist of recaps and interviews over there and at SoundCloud as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers over there at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And, Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can email us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at jindev. He is Brad ZV, but you really won't find him there. Um, I think we talked last week. You do link some of your Instagram things. So he's mainly on Instagram, like just putting out all kinds of amazing stuff. So please make sure you follow him. He's rambling Brad and B what's going on Facebook. Uh, over on Facebook, there's, um, you know, we got the Brad and court talk, of uh, pure fandom, uh, page, uh, check that out. It's where he posts a lot of stuff there. Uh, there's also the pure fandom group over there. You can find that too. And you can find out some screenwriter, groups on how to write really good episodes oh nice so we all need that yeah uh <laughs> some more than <laughs> nope i am in a that. really um mode you'll find today, our so. van helsing facebook group over there as well um we did not do one from winona that was just basically brad and court talk but of course all of us were kind of reacting to the news that came out yesterday yep yesterday or today one or two i saw it today it, so oh no i saw it last night um and I was like, uh, yep, that, that fits what this year has been. Mm-hmm. So uh, season four, the last six episodes that will be starting, I believe, in March. Uh, that's it for Winona. Wah, wah. But they yeah. are said they, they're going to try to take it somewhere else. So that may work. That would be awesome. And know. like they know they have passionate fans. <laughs> that it do. And I this just kind of is in line with what sci-fi does anyway. So, yeah, you know. I yeah, don't know. like Sci-fi, they do. Sci-fi really hasn't been doing too much this year, anyhow, and they I, haven't. And I'm I was wondering if they are moving away from a lot of the original programming that we've expected. Because, um, like before, they had the magicians. Uh, they had Winona. They had Van Helsing. What else got? Um, Krypton. They had the Expanse, and that went over to Amazon. Yeah, but they they really haven't had any new shows. I mean, they got the um um. Resident Alien, which is awesome. But that's like, I think their only show they have out, period. Yeah. Everything else is like reruns of movies and things that you've seen a billion times. So, yeah. I'm wondering if they're entering that cycle. They they did this before when they uh, rebranded. Right. So we'll see. When they went from sci fi to SIFI. Yes. And it took me forever to get used to that. (laughs) Hmm. All right. Well, anyhow, what are we talking about? Well, um, I guess right now we're going to talk about The Stand, which is not even on Sci-Fi. It's on CBS All Access. So, uh, oh, yeah. So uh, this episode is uh, episode 108. It is The Stand, the trash man 
well, he cometh back again. New Vegas isn't exactly teeming with true believers where, where it comes to Randall Flagg. Nadine has second and third thoughts after an eye-opening conversation with Larry. And uh, yeah, again, the trash man is back uh, to show his true, true devotion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, there's that. We're not going to be very good on this episode. I'm just I'm putting before a warning out there. I'm already in a snarky attitude today as it is, and this episode didn't make me any happier. <laughs> yeah, like I don't ha- I don't hate watch shows. I watch TV shows that interest me for varying reasons. Um, this one is is based on the stand. It's based on an amazing book and um, a mini series I remember remembered watching like when I was a kid. So I had high expectations, especially given the cast uh, when this all started. Sure, there were some misgivings at the beginning because of how they kind of jumped around and chopped up the the timeline. But I feel like that that was uh, a sign of things to come. Like in the mini, like they had only so many hours to do things and they told the story well for what it was. Right. And, and this, they had what? Nine, they have nine episodes, eight so far we've seen, eight hours. And I... I only cared about maybe half the characters. Yeah. If that. I don't know. It's I you, you know my whole complaint with Trash Can Man, right? That we uh, yeah. had. And that character who there's a lot going on with that character and why he does what he does. In this episode we know A, he likes fires, B, he walks around halfway naked all the time. And um well, it's hot in Vegas, Brad. I'll give him that. It's oh, it's, fine. it's regardless everywhere he is. I mean, but <laughs> and then he just comes wandering back with the nuclear device. Who, based on what we know from the character, we have no idea why he would come straight to Randall Flag. In this, in, in this, uh, for, for, from what we know in this, yeah, what we know in this, we have no idea why he would say, "Come back to Randall Flag and go my life for you and everything else." We don't. It's not there. It's just. So I can't remember what was he given direction to get the nuclear um, warhead thingy and um, and go to the airfield or to, was he told to come back to flag? No, he was told to go to the airport. The whole thing with uh, oh, tr- trash okay. was going to get the nuclear weapon and he was going well, to take it to the airfield. I will give so him the excuse that he has radiation poison at this point, oh, so yeah. his only focus is flag. But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, he's there. I mean, they were going to go bomb Boulder and everything. And it's, I don't know. It's just, there's so much, it's one of those characters, so much depth in the character that just was just obliviated by the bomb even. Yeah. And it's, and yeah, I don't know how that bomb thing was going to work either, because once that bomb blows, isn't like the radiation going to go to Boulder anyway? And yeah. even if they had dropped it in Boulder, wouldn't it have kind of uh, floated to Vegas and maybe some fallout in Vegas? It all depends on the weather and the background. I mean, this is a whole fallout thing. But still, they were delivering it there. And I swear it looked like a B-1 bomber they had, but I could have been wrong. Um, it doesn't matter. It didn't happen. It wasn't going to happen anyhow. But I don't know. It's just... <laughs> It's just a lot of me not happy with the way well, how they did Trash Man. You know, he's just there. Well, I, I can say there are a couple of things I was I was very happy with with how they changed it. I liked how they handled Nadine's character in this. I, I'm not sure about the book because I'm not there yet. But I remember in the other miniseries, um, like basically after they have sex and she's impregnated and they make it back to the hotel, she's out the window. 
mm-hmm. right from from jump. And this we got to see more of Nadine, and we got to see her interact a little bit with Larry and um, the others from Boulder. And um, like again, she was in her dream world, like kind of stuck in her own head, not really seeing like what she really looked like until Larry was like, "Hey, no, you need to take a look at yourself in this uh, like this reflection right here." Yeah, and she finally got her first glimpse, and she kind of started to realize that she was being used by Flag uh, to bring forth his child. Right, and that's the whole thing with Larry saying, "You look at yourself," and forcing her to actually acknowledge that she is not as beautiful as she was seeing, you know. Oh, she looked dead. Yeah. She looked dead. Yeah, she was looking really, really goth and stuff. Yeah. And so that really helped out. I mean, that was a big thing. So him getting to Nadine and making that show was a really good thing. I liked liked how that worked. Yeah, I like that. And I also liked, um, like, the execution scene. But let's take, let's go back, rewind it back. The courthouse scene um, where they're having the trial. Oh my God, Glenn, I wanted to see so much more of this character. He was so, so good in this. Um, And like, he was able to get to Lloyd. Mm -hmm. I was finally interested in Lloyd's character in this scene. Right. Yeah. And the fact that Glenn was able to spout all that off and get into uh, Lloyd's skin and shows off, you know, you just don't know any better is, you know, what he says to Lloyd because Lloyd never killed anybody until now. Right. He was definitely like he was in jail for, you know, killing a cop that he didn't do. And we saw this in his whole character. So Yeah. He's finally got to this point and realized that yeah, he is just kind of the puppet for Flag and everything right. else. And it was Right. And they had that whole scene where like he wasn't just getting the Lloyd either. He was getting to other people because of course they broadcast that to to Flag and to the people other people that was in New Vegas. And so those who had been operating just in fear of Flag and like they were having some huge doubts which of course was starting to take away from uh Flag's power. You saw him like he was floating when the scene had started and he literally <laughs> came down to the ground. Right. Yeah. He came down cuz you saw his power was fading because there were people who were not believing it. And like, there was that one guy in the crowd. You saw him at the courthouse. Yep. And he kind of had that look on it and you saw that he was fading on it. And I swear I recognized him from something and I just haven't looked it up what it was. I know. I know. I was trying to place him too. He does look familiar. You look like, and that was my whole thing. And so then he showed up later on. He was one of the ones who said, you know, I will fear no evil. And yeah, Apparently, I liked his part when that guy stood up and said, I'm feeling evil, and then he got beat up, but we saw him later. Yeah, um, but uh, did he survive? Uh, No, none of them survived. (laughs) For a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. But I think he got redemption in his whole, you know, that was what I took out of it. He got beat down, but he survived, or that may not have been his actual real body. Could have been his soul for all I know, but he kind of survived and went on to, you know, from evil to good. I guess. Right. Right. And I was like, I had always been trying to figure out like the point of Larry and Glenn and Ray making it to New Vegas. And this one, it was very apparent, like why they made it mm-hmm. to New Vegas, because in the original miniseries, and yes, I'm going to talk about it. I don't care. Um, like it was the trash can man that took out Flag. Like right. they were, they were just there being crucified. No, no, they no, were there no, and they died. No, no, the trash can, and the, trash any, can man or, came back, and he had a nuclear device also, 
it was the hand of God that came down and and took out flag. That's what it was. That's well, oh was. yeah, with the the missile. Yeah, and right? it was literally okay. in the original. It was literally the hand of God that came down. It was okay. like you know a fire. I, th- I think I remember it was a fire or something like that that picked it up. But you kind of saw that too in this one when the clouds rolled in. It looked like a hand that was, that cool. was coming down over the uh, what is it called the inferno. Uh, yeah, the like that was cool. No, they were being literally struck by lightning. I had my issues with um, how the story was told in some ways and like the level of characterization. Like we've talked about this offline like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, for what this episode was, I enjoyed the execution of like the finale. It's just that some of it was a little anticlimactic afterward. Like I, I don't know what's happening next week. Right. Uh, well, you know, Stu needs to get back to Franny. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, but like, we we had all this build-up, and is that it? Is it over? I don't know. We got the part that, you know, we got the section that Stephen King wrote, especially okay. for Fran, because Fran never had her stand. She did not. Everybody so I need had. some other big, but I need Flag not to be over yet. I think he's over. I think we're just going to see more, but we did see at the end of it, she, you know, her water broke, and Joe said that the bad man was gone, so... Okay. That was an interesting part. We had, um, let's begin. After Larry talked to Nadine and got her into realizing what was going on, you kind of saw it there when she was in labor how her delivery wasn't going to go quite the way, you know, she wasn't really going to survive the whole entire thing. Yeah, I kind of figured that for the fact that she's been pregnant for less than two weeks and she looks huge. Yeah, that's that's probably never a good sign. We we know this from aliens that usually doesn't work out well. True. <laughs> and the uh, her taking off her uh, flagstone and breaking it through the win- window and jumping, that was nice. I did like her. Her suicide scene was uh, pretty cool. The way she yeah. fell down through the circles and into the pool. Yeah. And then them taking uh, Nadine's head <laughs> to Lloyd. That was messed up. <laughs> To show him, and that was, I think, that was the part that I think got to Lloyd. Also, is the fact that you brought this here to, you know, torment me with. But, oh, Larry, yeah, yeah. But it just means we want. I mean, it was she understood. He's not getting what he wanted. Right. Um, I f- keep forgetting what was the name of the lady who was with Lloyd, who was the judge. That I just call her the Rat Lady. <laughs> With her big, gigantic, we'll call her Mrs. Feelgood because, you know, Mr. Feelgood was from. Uh, That's fine because, um, like, I had the closed caption on for one of the episodes and it literally called her Rat Lady. Oh, really? Hmm. Okay. We'll go with that. Yeah. I mean, oh, I was just talking about Mr. Feelgood from um, uh, uh, the road of, uh, not the Road Warrior, but Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. He had the big cape on it with the flat f- uh, feathers on it and everything. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she is the rat woman. Okay, the rat woman. Alrighty, she's hospitality. <laughs> I did like that part because you would have the hospitality people trying to take the videos and everything else. And as soon as they say yeah. hospitality, I immediately thought of you know um, Snowpiercer. But there's that. Oh, don't please don't compare this to Snowpiercer. Oh, I'm not. I just said hospitality. There's no comparisons whatsoever in this. In yeah, we're, we're going to talk about Snowpiercer when the season ends. Yeah. I, I am so in love with that show. <laughs> uh, so, oh, so the other two are sentenced to death by drowning in a pool very, very slowly. 
Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. So Lloyd starts to have all his doubts when they're in the middle of about to be executing them. And Flag's like, just just shoot them, shoot them both. And mm-hmm. Lloyd tells him no. Um, and like Lloyd goes to get the key to get them out of the water before they can drown. And I was I was starting to feel so hopeful that maybe this would be one of the changes that maybe they would make it back. Oh. And alas, they don't. Lloyd, uh, he gets got. Yep, he gets got. You know, but that's not before that whole chant of I will feel no evil starts taking place and everybody else started realizing how screwed up everything was and started jumping on that too. Yeah, because besides um, eating that one dude, the biker, Flag didn't really kill too many people himself. Mm-mm. No, he just let everybody else do it. Yeah. And kind of gave ideas to him and, you know, made that happen. But yeah, as the the pool fills up and they're underwater there and boom goes the uh, bomb as the ball lightning was taking out everybody. I did like the lightning bolts going through people and just blowing them up. That was oh, yeah. cool. I mean, come on. Like, you'll be struck by lightning because uh, Laura's is mad. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So we're going with that. That's so, cool. So I liked, um, uh, what was her name? The one who ran into Nick and... Um, uh, not Nadine. You know who I'm talking about. The one Wait who we saw previously at one point in time who tried to shoot at uh, Nick. Okay, everybody knows her. I know who you're talking about. We know, we I'm know looking who up her name about. right now. Catherine McNamara. When she, yeah, when she got hit by lightning and exploded, that was kind of fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> the other fun one was actually Lloyd ducking and missing the swinging part of the casino and then standing up and getting hit by it coming back. Jory. That's yeah, Julie. Like that was messed up. He was going to go get the key. Yeah, but it didn't work for him very well. It's over. No. And then it went boom, and everything exploded. And Sue, uh, Stu sees the light, feels a shock wave. Everything's coming down. Oh, oh, Kojak went to attack the the flag wolf. Yeah. And won. So I was very worried for Kojak there. So was Ragnar. He was kind of worried about them growls. Yeah, but it, it makes total sense because we know that Flag was disempowered at that point. Mm-hmm. So Kojak won, and through all this stuff, uh, Kojak finds Tom with mm-hmm. his with his. Because how else is Stu going to get home on that broken leg? Well, Tom wasn't going to get anywhere either. He had broken glasses. True. It's like, a, the last time we saw Tom, like, he was on the truck uh, with the bodies. Uh-huh. So, I guess maybe they dumped the bodies, and he's coming from wherever that was. Right. Yeah. So, that's he's making his way there, and he finds them, and that's it. Kind of find out what's going to happen on. Yeah. And um, they actually saw the explosion all the way back in Boulder. So, it was, it was a big boom. Well, it would be a big boom. You would be able to kind of... They... I don't necessarily know if they saw the explosion back in Boulder. I mean, but like the, not Northern Lights, but they, they saw the change in the yeah, atmosphere. The Aurora Borealis or whatever. Same thing. Yeah. It's the yeah. radiation that goes up in the atmosphere that reflects off blah, 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 blah. Technical stuff. And That's happens. The, is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Technical <laughs> stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Stuff like that. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. You don't want to see those. It's never a good sign when that happens. So, yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, it's, it's going to lead up to the next episode. We're going to find out what's going to happen. Uh, I'm overly excited about some of this because, you know, this is like the new coda written by Stephen King. So 
He's ex- he's changed the ending of the book once with the expanded edition, so now mm-hmm. he's going to change something again. <laughs> I, that's the fun part. Oh, I'm, I'm excited for that. So, yep. yes, it'll like like they already had the big battle basically in this episode. So we'll see how they close things out next week. Um, I kind of wish they had just made uh, this episode two hours. Yeah, but okay, it's fine. Yeah, I was like. Eh, okay, good. I I I really I I want to go back and watch the other series again. I yeah, know I watched it last year when the pandemic started because it was fun. Yeah. But yeah, it just I stands up so much. I think watching that right after this would show so much more changes to. Well, I mean, so much more into the book and to series and everything else. So I would I'd advise everybody out there just to go watch the other one when you can. Oops. Yeah, I'm going to finish the book. I started it um, and kind of stopped like midway watching the show because I didn't want to ruin anything for myself. But um, I, I don't think I'll ruin anything for myself, nope. mostly because I, I'd already seen the other miniseries. So mm-hmm. and I watched the other miniseries uh, way back when and I saw it again recently, um, like a couple of months. Well, before this started, I wanted to do a rewatch. Maybe I shouldn't have done that because my expectations were so high. Right. I don't know. Well. Now you got one more episode to go, and then you'll find out what happens, and Yay. maybe everything will turn around, and we'll be like, "Oh my God, this was the most amazing series yet." I'll text you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, huh? Okay, you got anything else on this one? Uh, nothing else on this one. I'm ready for the expanse. All right. Well, if you haven't already, check us out over at purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You'll find out some of our older podcasts on Van Helsing, Winona Earp, Krypton, 12 Monkeys, a bunch of other shows out there, too. The Expanse, uh, The Stand. No, the, we're talking about The Stand. The Studs. I don't know. And there's some awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Yep. And if you have any thoughts or comments on this episode, drop it below. Hit us up on Facebook. Email us at bradcourttalk at gmail.com. And until next time. And until next time, it's all for you. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.